Welcome back to Pod and Warfare, hosted by 7thEvan.com. I am Evan of 7thEvan.com, here with my co-host, Karen Kamara. Hey, guys. This was a fun episode. I know that I probably say that every week, but it's like we're, we're having more and more fun. And it's just, I was, I was saying earlier that I think it's, it's becoming more like a, like a diary of our friendship more than anything. And I think that's fun. <laughs> I, I like, think that's I like, a hilarious way to say that. <laughs> right. Well, you know what made me think of it, Karen, is like you're always you're always like, you know, I had this diary. <laughs> basic training. Okay, fuck you. I say it's a journal, first of all. Second of all, hilarious that you say that because I just started an electronic journal while I've been here. Oh my God. Well, you don't even need it because you have an auditory one of of me and you. I guess you have yes. a, you can be specific, but like I think it'll be cool. Like in ten years, when we haven't talked to each other in in a full decade, to go back and listen to all these episodes and be like, that's "Oh, true. that's that's cool." Yeah, that was yeah, a time. I agree. Yeah. So I guess you're right. It's like kind of chronicling like what we're doing down here, what's on this mission, you know, as much as we can, and then also, you know what I eat on a daily basis, like protein and tomatoes as I'm cutting up right now. <laughs> yeah, she's actually, she's doing some meal prep, which I'm so proud of her for. I don't do meal prep because I just don't eat while I'm on shift and then I go home and I cook. So it's like, it's not a problem. Yeah. yeah. I did meal prep when I worked when I worked on the overnights because it was like, it was just a big old bitch to not eat on, on those. Right. Uh, but speaking of protein, we definitely... Went into protein during this episode. We talked about like how much is too much, or if if you should be putting seven or eight scoops of protein in your protein shakes. <laughs> uh, the which, may by the way, you should you. not. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, so we we discussed a lot of food, protein, meal prep. Actually, I think came up. Um. So I'm glad I'm doing it right now because I'm living living and dying by the sword here. Um, or the the chef's knife, I guess. The chef's knife, yeah. Which I mean, it could be a sword. I mean, you could. So if somebody else also had, if somebody else else also had a chef's knife, you guys could sword fight it out. Yeah, we could sword fight it out. We talked about um, handshakes and how important they are. Yes, we talked about handshakes are a very important business essential, life essential, honestly. Absolutely. We talked about Disney movies, which we, it went that way. Really, that part, really odd that, topic, but I mean, it came up, you know? Yeah. If it comes it up, it comes natural. up. It was natural. It's free flowing conversations. You know, they go where they go. And that Disney go, that Disney one flowed. It flowed. And it really directions. did. Because <laughs> it ended up, we ended up talking about cancel culture after that. Which is an important topic in today's life. I think we're just hitting on relevant points, you know, diary, Absolutely. important like points in life. I mean, we're hitting all the, all the good stuff. Absolutely. And let's get you right into that good stuff, shall we? You know, so enjoy this week's episode of Pattern Warfare. I was hoping he was going to come by because they always ask that one question. When you see a VC, they're always like, so what, like, how do you feel about this mission? How do you feel it's going? And I really, really, really wanted to ask him why I can't have my POV down here. Like there's, I have not have anyone give me a, like a real reason. Like, like Hoey today, yeah. today was like, I can tell you what, what it is. And I was like, what, why, what, what do you think it is? He's like, oh, it's cause everybody's really fucking stupid. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a good point, but like are the that's f- probably it. Is it the fours that that's are stupid? It. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some of them, sure, sure. I I love when a BC comes by because I'm not intimidated by rank because it, like I yeah. I, I wasn't basic training. Don't get me wrong, like super intimidated by rank and basic training, but not anymore. It's just not a thing. Well, I feel like that's good. So today uh, he tried to shake my hand and I like misunderstood and did this weird. Did you try to dap him up? I don't know. I don't know. 
were, were you like, what's up, G? <laughs> it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Is like, Cor- I can't even describe to you. Is Corporal Camara like new hip Corporal Camara? <laughs> I don't know what I thought was happening. I was like, I'm pretty sure he wants to shake my hand. I don't know. So then there's like awkward, like, like it didn't get to like full palm connection. It got to like, Wait, weirdness. You, all right, so was it your fault or his fault for the for the? Oh, it was, it was my fault. So did you just grab his fingers? Because yep. oh, that there's nothing I can't stand. Yeah. Than. Do you yes. do you shake a lot of people's hands? Because we've never shaken hands. I don't think ever. So I don't think that you and I have ever shaken hands. So I think this is an important thing to talk about. Let's talk about this. So I believe. Um, so also, I went to school for business, and I believe in like you know a nice firm handshake. However, um, I think I'm. I'm always like hesitant to put my hand out because I have actually done that before and like was ignored. So I'm, I'm usually not the first person to put my hand out because I'm like, okay. And I don't know if it was like a sexist thing. It was actually like a banker's meeting because I used to work in a bank and it was like, I was in a boardroom full of men and I put my hand out to like shake someone's hand and I was like snubbed. So I was just like, how long, I don't how know. How long was your hand out? It probably felt like an eternity, oh. but, but like, how long was it actually? Like, if you had an it, accurate. So it definitely felt like it definitely felt like it was out the entire meeting, but it was not. Um, so it was probably there for like a solid seven seconds before I was just like, ugh, like do like a hairbrush thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I definitely I believe in like a firm handshake, but I do think that the majority of my handshakes have been awkward, and a lot of it's because to be quite honest, I don't think a lot of women just like randomly shake each other's hands. Like, you know what I mean? Upon meeting like guys do. But when a guy does it, you're like, Oh, I don't know if he wants like a firm handshake from me or if like, if he's going to like dead fish me because he's not sure if he should kind of give the gentle squeeze, you know, yeah. says like, Hey, this is a firm handshake. But some guys will like overdo it. And then you're just like, Hey, like, man, you just broke my knuckles. Like, I don't, I don't know what that wasn't necessary. Yes, like, that's true. I remember my mother one time she, we, she worked at the school and like this, like really like this Japanese ninja guy came to talk to the school. I, I'm sure he mm-hmm. wasn't a fucking ninja, but in, in, in seventh grade Donna's head, he was definitely a ninja and she, her hand was black and blue for days. He shook her hand, her hand so hard. So but I mean, yeah. So when you go to drill, do you not shake people's hands when you show up? Because when I'm there, everyone wants to shake my hand. Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So it's scenario. So maintenance, maintenance is always in their like little maintenance room. And basically they just go in there and sit down. Uh, no one, no one is like, oh my God, Kamara, I haven't seen you in a month. Let's shake hands and hug and kumbaya around the campfire. Like usually it's like, up oh you stopped at dunking on the way here that's interesting what because people in your platoon do come up and shake my hand yes because i think some people get bored of sitting there and they walk out and then they go around looking for people to interact with right like i don't think i've ever like like i shake miner's hand every every time i see him schatzberger more um drury Still Drury, still Drury. Actually, Drury and I more 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 often hug now than than before. He's a great. Oh, I miss my little Drury. I know. He's great. You guys should converse more. He was saying this exact same thing the other day. He was like, "Oh, I miss Camara." (laughs) Like, oh. I'm trying to drink this protein shake and also have a conversation, which is always a good. Yeah, my my protein shake is like right next to me as well, and I mean we're both just cramming in the protein, I guess. I saw I saw somebody today like doing like seventeen scoops of protein and they're they're half a cup of water and I was like, what is that? Are you just drinking cement? Like I, I don't know. I don't also, know. Also, only like only a certain amount of protein will help you. Oh, I know, I know. But honestly, there's some people that like you just can't have that conversation with. You like you can put the info out there, but they're not going to absorb it. They're just so set in the fact that five scoops of protein is the right amount of protein to drink. So they're just going to continue doing it. So it's like, I put the info out there to let them know because it's important. I'm pretty sure it just makes you fat at some point. Like, (laughs) because it's so many calories because you're only getting so many, so many, so much protein. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because you just pee the rest out. Your body can only absorb so many grams at a time. But I say after I a know. long weekend, just bender all weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about oh, really? giving too much protein. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was still hungover <laughs> today. Day two hangover. That's what happens after 25. I'm telling you. Well, I usually don't. I usually can bounce back quicker from a hangover than than this. But are you double fisting protein shakes right now? No, I switched hands. Okay, I don't know why. I, oh, I don't. I just like thought. I was like, wait a second. Did he just do that? I was like, you put one down and picked another up. I was like, what the fuck is this guy Arnold Schwarzenegger over here? I do double double fist a lot, so I can understand why. Yeah, just not with protein shakes. Just not with protein shakes. The other day, I was I was double fisting in a hot tub, and Paige saw me. She's like, "Are you double fisting alone?" And I was like, "Yeah." Paige was uh, <laughs> visiting Meryl, but I was like, "This I was, one's, I this was one's so empty." I was like, "What?" I was like, "This one's empty. I'm just holding it. Like, what? I'm supposed to put it down and have the wind blow it into the pool? No. Like, you hold. No, you hold definitely it. not. That's unacceptable. No, that would yeah, that would be a I would be a piece of garbage. I would be like a Louisiana type fellow. <laughs> Do any of them live at your hotel? They so they lived here first, and then they moved to your hotel. Oh, okay. So I met their first. Yeah, so... I met their first sergeant first day, and he seemed so flustered. It sucks because everything like I want to talk to you about, like we can't use it. As right, like, on just here. have the conversation, and I'll and I'll cut around it. It's hard because everyone has their own. Okay, obviously everyone has their own personality, right? But when it comes down to like leadership skills, I don't, it's like a rock and a hard place to say this. I don't fully believe that you can develop leadership skills when zero exists. So I think that leadership ability is somewhat inherent. I do believe that you can, I don't know, like I feel like you can like watch someone do something and you can like copycat that. But I don't believe that leadership skills can truly be developed unless they exist within a human being already. Yeah, which, by the way, is a new thing that you're saying because we had a disagreement about this before. And we there is recorded audio talking about it. So, no, I believe that everyone is supposed to be developed as a leader. However, I think that, unfortunately we put people into leadership positions who have not self-developed inside inherent leadership oh, okay. skills. All right. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So I think like, like too soon someone's given that role and they have not fostered any like aspirations to be a leader. They don't embody any of the NCO creed. Like, you know what I mean? If you're inherently selfish, do then they, they you're just going to not probably not yet. I've I've been reading through it, but like I'm really not good at memorization. No one at all. is more pro- professional like, than I. I'm a non-commissioned officer, a leader of soldiers. As a non-commissioned officer, I don't remember the rest, but I did know it at one point because I was boarding for E5. That's how long ago. Proud of you. I should have had E5. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I like can pull out sentences of it because they really stood out to me. Like. Like, I will never leave my soldiers uninformed. Um, That's a good one. (laughs) There's also what, like, um, my soldiers are entitled to outstanding leadership, and I will provide that leadership. I'm pretty sure I bastardized that sentence, but still it was pretty close. Um, There's also a sentence in there that said, I will put, I will, I know, I know my soldiers, and I'll put their needs above my own at all times or something. Like, again, Really bad at memorization, but I understand like of power to acquire wealth or or whatever, like yeah, or personal gain and whatever. Yeah, just like every fucking charmed episode that was ever made. But like, I'm sorry, charmed. (laughs) Oh, the witches show! I remember that. Yeah, it was on TNT every (laughs) single day. Yes, for my entire for my entire childhood. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, so reading, reading that, right. Those aren't like skills that really need to develop. Like you put your soldiers first, like end, end of story. Like that's not like a, you don't have to develop that as a skill. That should just be like 
oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. I do it. But to have that selflessness is a leadership skill that you have to have inside you. <laughs> because otherwise your selfishness is going to take over. So that's, so that's what I was saying. And I unfortunately saying. have seen too much of that. That's what I was always saying about, I think that there should be leadership positions, but also the spec for like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know what I mean? Because I like, I like mm-hmm. to think that some people are more, are specialists and not sergeants. So. Yep. Yep. I agree. But, yeah. I think, um, I think also like there's an issue where, I think it's more so a guard issue than active duty, but I can't really speak upon it because I well, wasn't I active. I know it's so great that you're here for this opinion. So in my opinion, I think that the guard has automatic time and grade time and service um, promotions. As long as you hit um, certain milestones, like your PT test and all that crap. Right. So E1 through E4 are automatic promotions, and I disagree with that, but I understand what the guard does it that way because, you know, having them bored when they only do once a month and two weeks in the summer, I understand, right? However, when it's automatic like that, you're not, you're not having them display leadership capabilities in order to advance. And because of that, I think that they get into an E4 position where you are supposed to have a responsibility over E1 through E3. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know that, like, you know, you outrank them and you're just like, hey, private, I outrank you. But what does that mean? Ah, like, they're just dumb. Like, they just don't do anything. Like, they look at their shield and they're like, oh, I know that I have something here, but I don't know what to do with it. And I think everyone E1 through four just looks to five. And I don't know if it's like that across the board as NGs, but I just think that that's so wrong. Sorry, Gonzalez. Um, I just think that that's so wrong because fours are really supposed to have fostered a bunch of leadership skills already in order to take that four slot. And then they're supposed to develop as a specialist in order to, embody an NCO creed and like take over that position. And I just think that the national guard, the way we have it set up, isn't really fostering, um, true leadership. And it's just unfortunate. So active duty also has automatic promotions one, one through four. Oh, Um, okay. But the thing is you're actually spending every day in that rank. So you, you spend a full year as a private. Well, at least a full year because like to get specialists, if, or so I came in as a PV2, I got PFC, I was wavered to PFC because I had taken over for my sergeant at PV2 uh, and then got wavered to specialist the following year. Uh, so I, I did earn them both by merit, which was, which was cool. It's, it's cool to like know that, but I I think there needs, if they're going to do automatic promotion in the guard like that, I think it should be longer. So it's kind of like, I, I don't, like you said, I think that the automatic, you know, time and grade time and service, it, it, I understand it. Right. If you hit your milestones that it happens, I get it. However, like you said, the difference is active duty. You spend, 365 days as a private and then you receive something and then you know and then you have to do it all over again in the next rank so you actually learn like what your rank is supposed to be and i think that you you have to take the shit that that's i'm a full full believer so i when i got to my unit and and if and i've talked about this before i i don't know but i'll say it again because that's equal the situation so when I got to my first unit, I was the only private there. And I took all of the private shit. Like, hey, private, go clean the bathrooms. Because, and I was the only one, full year, by myself, as the only private in my platoon and company. Oh, I remember you telling me that. So clean the bathrooms, everything. Then we got new, new privates and 10 of them at the same time. 
and they were all complaining about having to do all of the private work. And my specialists were like, Donahue's done this by himself for a year. Like, 11 of you can't do it? Like, why is he still the only one doing this without complaining? Like, everybody help him, like, stop bitching. So, and you had to listen to our specialists, which is good. Like, ba- like Bab, who was on the podcast, was basically, by that time, he was a corporal. The only corporal we had. The only corporal until now that I respect. Oh, no, that's not true, because I respected Omer as a corporal as well, too. <laughs> Omer, Omer is such a rare person in the guard who comes like he's a born leader like he if he was a pv2 people would still be listening to him it does it literally wouldn't matter his rank means nothing like so now i think that that's also something you can recognize in a person right like like you um like sometimes when you walk into a room right you're at like i don't know like fuck it say like a party you see who people like gather around and it's not because like, I mean, you can say it's like popularity or whatever, but like say in the case of like business setting, um, work related, like leadership, like people tend to gravitate towards a strong leader. And I think that's just, um, innate human instinct. Right. So you can, you can pick out a leader in a room. Like usually it's not like mistaken. Like you never walk into a room and you're like, Ooh, I don't know about that guy. Like, you're like, hey, that's the guy in charge. Like, I can tell. Like, I can feel it. And if they, and tell, if they tell you like that you, it's them, it's definitely not them. Yes, 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 yes. So I agree with that, like, 100%. And I just think you can feel a leader vibe like that. And I think that that's more respectable than... I don't want to say respectable, actually. I want to say, like, legitimate then you walk up to someone because you see their rank because rank doesn't necessarily equate to a problem solver or someone who's going to go out of their way to help you even though they should. So I think that when you gravitate towards a natural leader, it's like, hey, I know that this person is going to like help me problem solve. They're going to get me through like whatever I need to get through. And I think that it's so important that human beings can actually recognize that. I think that that's like one of the instincts that like we didn't lose over, you know, caveman period. And it's really important for us. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, you're, uh, you're absolutely right. And I, the instincts, animal instincts just stay like it, it that's something that's never going to change. It was like, yeah, like I met Omer and I was like, Oh, you're a leader. You know, like there's, there's not many people in our unit that I have felt that about. But, I do think so that it is important to note that, like I said, people gravitate towards a natural leader, right? But that doesn't necessarily mean that that person has perfected leadership ability. I well, think, I don't think you have again, group, kind of, right? yeah, I, I don't think that you can. I think that's that you do your that best. Next and thing, like, that's always that next thing that you can reach, that next level you can reach. I totally agree. And I just think, so... I don't think it's enough to have the inherent ability. I think you have to be constantly developing yourself. And I think that you have to be developing someone below you because that helps you develop yourself at the Absolutely. same time. Absolutely. And I think that, yeah. So I just think that that's important to say, because like you said, you were like, oh, he's a leader. But like, you've still seen himself develop because if he didn't, then what kind of leader would he be? So, like, oh, he's got the ability. He's just not using it. As as a newly commissioned, not not commissioned, as a newly uh, <laughs> promoted non-commissioned officer, do you find your level of leadership growing day by day? Um, so I hope so. I think that I've definitely been faced with like a lot of challenges already. So, um, technically, like I have. I have two roles of responsibility right now. Like I have my team and then I have um, my team at work, which are two separate entities. And I find that to be challenging because like right off the bat, like I have two different sets of responsibility. Whereas like before my responsibility was to report to my team leader. <laughs> right. So um, I think that there's a really quick learning curve, but I am really really happy with 
the leadership that I'm surrounded by right now. Like I'm very lucky, as I said previously, to be surrounded by different styles of leadership. Um, there's four different leaders in my platoon who have very different styles of leadership, but are good leaders, very strong leaders. And they're all willing to help me develop, which I think is great. I go to them for, for feedback and sometimes what they want me to do. It's funny because they'll agree on it and I'll be like, but that's not how I want to handle it. And so there's been a couple of times where I was like, well, if the two of them agree on it, I must be wrong. I must be wrong. Oh. They have experience. But that's, that's the thing is I really questioned it because I was like, I don't feel wrong. I feel like this is how I want to do it. And I don't know if that will change with experience. Like if I'm going to test those things and say like, oh shit, that backfired. That's why they told me not to do that. But I think that that's okay. I think that if you have these moments of failure, that that's like, if you use it as like, fuck, I failed, but like, I'm going to do better next time. That's different than being like, oh, I failed. I can't do it. Not so, failing means you're not trying. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you have to yeah, like to, to get better. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, like, I agree. That's why they call it muscle failure, right? If you get, if you've hit muscle failure, you're doing the right thing unless you like did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And unless you did okay, unless you did it in a way that would hurt yourself, so that's the same thing. Cause it, what if you hurt your soldiers? Can't hurt, can't hurt your soldiers. That was so great. Yeah, you look welcome. at yeah, that. I, look I at put you. it all together. I put it all together. So I mean, I've thought about these things. I I've, I've been a team leader. It's funny, not here, not in the guard. I I did it my first five years, and then never again since. I've never. Yeah. Well, well I mean, I I did it. I was. I've been acting leader as I just was last week, but I've been I've been acting leader, like, during the Cadex, but it was just me, and then I got Jones at the end because she hurt herself, like. <laughs> oh. Do you remember? You don't remember that she got she uh, she cut her hand open. We didn't talk about it. No, I don't remember. That. I don't know how we didn't talk about that because that was like a seminal Donahue Jones experience because it was like she cut herself. And I happened to be walking to the bathroom. And I was like, what's up, Jones? And she was like, hey. And then she was like, but she, and she was like, kept going. And I was like, what a jerk. <laughs> but she had just cut her hand on her e-tool, which is like the grossest way to cut because those things have been around. Like, they're, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they have been around. They don't just hand you a new e-tool, do they? Do they? I don't think so, do they? I feel like mine was e I don't even know if they still make e-tools. I think they just hope that you can procure one from somewhere. <laughs> Why do we even have e-tools? We're a goddamn engineer. I guess, I guess, worst, okay. worst comes so can I worst. tell you the most amazing, the most amazing moment that ever happened during our CADEX, which was our, um, field exercise prior to going to NTC, which is 28 days out in the desert. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I'm like packing my rock and I'm all like sad about it because I was like, I don't want to dig a fucking hole. I remember having to dig this stupid hole in basic. It took fucking three days. Like, I don't want to do this. And <laughs> it's like the E-Tool. Okay. So I'm little, like I'm five feet, 110 pounds. And E-Tool is like, smaller than my torso it's fucking hard to fucking dig a hole with this fucker oh, yeah. so either way whatever so what the fuck does e-tool mean oh shit i i, I fucking used to hold on i'll, I'll google it I'm bringing my e-tool i'm packing it i'm like packing everything and i'm like meh, meh, meh. so i'm getting out there and they're all like you know get in your positions you need to make your fighting position like to because like all the operations are going to happen here and blah 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 and I was like, mm. and I'm like charging out there and I'm being like a little brat and I'm like stomping my feet in mud. And I was like, mm, I got to dig a hole. And then someone just came around with like a fucking like, I don't know if they brought a high X around or whatever the fuck they did. I missed it. But either way, they were just like, mm, mm, hole, 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 hole. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they dug our hole. In we five absolutely should do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I like being part of an engineering unit. <laughs> It's like I'm never gonna dig a hole again. See, I don't like it because I never get to practice my craft ever. Like I very rarely get to do combo stuff. Okay, well, so true. But you know what you don't have to do? Dig holes. 
I mean, come on, come on. What's more important to you, digging holes? Combo. Digging holes? Combo. Well, as a combo guy, you very rarely have to dig holes anyway because you're in the tent with the commander. Okay, fair point, fair point. By the way, it's an entrenching yeah. tool, is what E-Tool stands for. Oh, an E-Tool is an entrenching tool. Mm-hmm. All right, I kind of like it. It's a really sophisticated name for a fucking half a shovel, but <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> Imagine it just says um, half a shovel, one each. <laughs> By the way, that's gonna, that's going to be the name of this episode: half a shovel, one each. Um. Yeah, like, really? I told myself that I was going to become a ninety-one Bravo in the military because I was like, oh. Like I told my recruiter, I was like, I want to use my hands. And if you're not going to let me be a pilot, like I want to do still something fun. And he was like, mechanic. And I was like, I'm sold. Even though I should have definitely looked into more MOSs because I definitely could have done more fun shit. But either way, I was like, yeah, I'll use my hands. And I won't have to do paperwork because I do that shit civilian side. And then they were like, ha, 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 ha. Here's paperwork. You say the army is about raising leaders. I say the army is about raising paperwork writers because seriously, that's all you fucking do. I wrote, and my soldier, man, my soldier would do something fucking stupid every single day. So I would try to smoke him because I feel like I didn't want to write the paperwork. So I'd I'd be like, but as an E4, if I smoked him, I had to do it with him. Which was fine. I got a little stronger. You know what I mean. But the thing is, he was in better shape than me. So a lot of times, uh, a lot of times he would just be like, "Whatever." And if it, when he got to the whatever, I would immediately do paperwork too, because I because I was like, "Soldier, soldier was receiving counseling and was a dick about it." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, so dude, he. But then he got kicked out of the military. He was one. He was one of the five. The uh, the the Coke the Coca Cola five. From my previous uh, unit. We lost 20% of our unit to a drug test in one night. I think you told me the story. Did you tell us on the podcast? I might have, yeah. It's a good story. I, I, I'll, uh, if it turns out like I didn't, I'll have to tell it one time because it's a really good story. Yeah, because it's hilarious. I remember you telling it to me. Right. The Coca-Cola 5. Yeah, the Coke, the the... Yeah, then they would call us the Coke Company, and uh, me and Bab started chanting, we like Pepsi. <laughs> and, and I believe Colt Conley got in on that one, too. I gotta get Colt Conley on this podcast, because he's a fascinating young man. And also, his name is Colt Conley, and I love saying that. I love, so, I don't know what it is about my army friends. I just love saying their full names, like, Colt Their Conley, full name? Kyle Bab! Like, <laughs> Karen Kamara. That's a good, like, these are good names. Like, I your parents, like, named you well. Like, it's, it was all, like, alliteration and such. <laughs> I know you, I know yours isn't alliteration, but it's, uh, fuck, not onomatopoeia. That's bang. What's, it's not alliteration. What is, it's gonna drive me crazy. I believe it is alliteration, because the sound is the same. I don't think it has to be same letter. It has to be same sound. I think there's a different word for that, but. Yeah, whatever. You could be correct. We should look it up. We have this thing called Google. It's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. The Google well, machine like fucking tells me a lot of stuff. I, I love it when people are having an argument and then I was like, if only we had pocket computers, that would be the coolest. No, it's thing. alliteration. It's alliteration. Okay. Alliteration: the occurrence of the same letter or sound at the beginning of the adjacent or closely connected words. So Karen Kamara. Yeah. There you go. My name does have like a nice ring to it. I mean. Also, like Corporal Kamara. Come on, I okay. I literally was like just about to say it, and then I was like, oh, no. "Sexual slur redacted." Oh, you can't put that out there. Sorry. I heard you say weird. <laughs> like, don't be weird. <laughs> what if I just was like, "Sexual slur redacted." <laughs> I think that'd actually be funny. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? They can't prove. Yeah, they right. can't prove what I said. Right. You could. She said, and then <laughs> I'll write up another sexual slur. 
I think you should say that because, like, legit, they cannot prove what I said. So, whatever. That's, people always come up to me and say, redacted. And I'm like, yeah, they listen to the podcast. That's hilarious. How many listeners do we have, Dono? Four. What? I, I, I don't know. It's impossible to tell. I can see downloads, but who the fuck downloads podcasts? I stream all my podcasts. Downloading them. What's that? Who's downloading them? Um, people, whoever subscribes. So a lot of people subscribe, and so it automatically downloads. Isn't accurate either. Oh, that's true, right? Cause I, I think I'm subscribed, and it doesn't download on my phone. But mine doesn't download mine either. Mine used to. Used to, but it doesn't anymore. But, um... You're, you're like a low-key savage. I don't know if you know this about yourself. You're not as bad as you're not as bad as me, but you can be mean. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I guess. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Some people deserve it. Oh well, that I mean. Yeah. What? Some oh, people well. do deserve it. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I can be. I can be mean, but I try. I usually try to focus it on people who are meaner, like almost like a, yeah. a Robin Hood of being shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Steal from Peter. Give it to Paul. That's right. Yeah, is that what they, is that what they said about Robin Hood? I think so. Or he stole from the rich and gave it to the poor. But yeah. I'm pretty sure like Robin Hood wasn't actually a good person. Is he even real? Is he real or was he just Robin, a fox in a 1973 Robin, Robin movie? Robin I believe was real. If only oh. we had pie. <laughs> this whole, this whole thing is just facts, 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 facts. <laughs> that we could look up on Google. But um was... tell me okay, what's your favorite Disney movie? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. Um Easily Mighty Ducks. That's a Disney movie? Absolutely. Okay, so I believe it. Alright, which which Mighty Ducks? So the original or did you watch them all? Did you watch them all? Of course I watched them all. They're coming out Of course with you did. TV they're about sh- fucking hockey. Yeah, uh, they're coming out with a TV Ooh. show, and I'm going to watch it. And I'm trying to get my buddy Ryan to do a Mighty Ducks podcast with me so that I can expand my podcast uh, repertoire. Just just, just start a, a whole fucking catalog of, of the podcasts. Because honestly, it's easier than writing. I love writing. I love I love getting like people reading it and be like, blah, 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 I like this. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that, yeah. that's a good reference. But this is so much easier. I can see why Bill Simmons stopped writing and only does podcasts now. So, yeah, I'm trying to get so him to do that. The first, the first Mighty Ducks is uh, is your favorite? I'm assuming. The uh, original. It's it's the best movie, but it's not my favorite. D two is my favorite <gasps> because it's insane. It's batshit insane. So why did why that's did you, when why, they go against Iceland? Iceland or yeah, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen them in a long time, but they were good movies. The first one is a good movie. <laughs> I love them, don't get me wrong. I'll watch them if they're on TV. Uh, every yeah. every May 12th on Emilio Estevez's birthday, Ryan and I will watch the Mighty Ducks together. Okay, I want to tell you how like fucking weird that is. Like that's a little bit weird, but that's really weird. Why is that weird? Are you guys are you guys his fan? Like what's going on? Amil- also, can we talk about how genius Eminem created like a whole multitude of things in life, but like the biggest one, randomly, right? No one said that word when Stan came out. Nobody was like, oh, you're Stan. No, it took like 17 years, and then they were like, what is Stan? And then everybody was like, (laughs) One guy made a great joke about Stan, and and now Eminem is like, uh, he's not making any more money off it. Do you see they try to cancel Eminem? Like, oh, yeah, ridiculous. Who's trying to cancel Eminem? First of all, what is it, Gen Z or whatever the fuck it is? Which also, our generation is millennials, and I hate that everybody like blames millennials for everything when they are a millennial. Definitely guilty of it. But fuck you, Eminem is genius, and he is lyrically like proficient. Like his stuff is just genius. Like who else can do that? Did you ever? Did you see the video of him like using the word orange? And he was, like, explaining, he's, like, if you break a word down into syllables, then suddenly you can, like, make it rhyme with things. 
and he picked the one word in the fucking English language that doesn't rhyme with anything and he made an entire line and I was like genius I love this man stop trying to cancel everything like why do they want to cancel my life they want to cancel my entire childhood Pepe Le Pew got canceled for being a rapist he's a skunk he's not hurting anyone he, he has real uh small dick energy though okay yeah yeah which is, which is fine. <laughs> remember when you remember, remember when you texted me you texted me LDE and I was like I don't I don't know what that is and you said it like three times and then I was like I gotta I gotta ask I, I can't pretend that I know what that is and you're like little dick energy and I was like oh <laughs> yeah yeah I do I do remember that because I was trying to see if I could just make someone know what I meant when I just said LDE <laughs> Just, yep, no. No. You did. The answer is no, but I think that if I keep trying, I should stop trying to get LDE to work. It's never going to happen, Gretchen. LDE is just not going to happen. Stop it, Gretchen. That was really good, actually. You're not really one for impressions, but that was a really good impression that time. <laughs> nice, nice little back to what, what was What is she trying to make happen? Fetch. Fetch. Yeah, you're never going to make fetch happen. <laughs> Um, you know who's really yeah. good imp- at impressions yeah. is, is Omer, and I always insult him when he does a good impression, but I was like, that's actually really good. I always say it that exact way so, <laughs> so that he doesn't get a big head. There was, like he ever would. There's one that you keep asking him to do, and he, like, he can't get it spot on. And he just, he was, like, so upset. He was like, I know, I got to work on it. I got to spend more time with the guy to make it work. Who was it? I don't know. I think it's someone in your platoon, but he like tried to impersonate him and you were like, eh, it could be a little better. And he was, he took it as like a personal challenge. He's like, yeah, got to hang out with him. I got to figure this out. It might be Burns. Cause he's really bad at the, the Burns impression. Like he, maybe, he, he gets, I don't know. He gets I like have Steve Urkel with it and Burns Burns. Yes. He has like the nerd, like nasal nerd thing, but he also has a little bit of swagger. Like a, it's like a weird combination of nerd and gangster. It's like uh, gangster. I'm so gangster. <laughs> hard, e, hard er on gangster always a good call if you're trying to prove something yeah 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 always the coolest um so i tend to like i realize that i only have like two voices and for some reason when i go back and talk about like things that i've said like i make myself really like low voice and manly <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know why like i don't know why that's the thing when i recall things i'm like oh yeah i said it's like blah 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 and it's definitely I always take my tone down like seven octaves until like I'm basically like who's the guy? James Earl Jones. I basically <laughs> sound like him when I'm like impersonating myself. And everybody's like, Is that what you think you sound like? <laughs> you don't. So like all right, so I definitely know. definitely it's that thing that you were talking about where like you had you had the what was it, some sort of infection? Oh yeah. So when I was younger, my, um, I got the croup, which is like a hand foot mouth disease. It's like for five-year-olds and I was in the eighth grade. Right. And, yeah, um, I think we've, ta- we, we've talked about that. Yeah. Not that, not that it matters. You can say it again, but yeah, no. So I think, yeah. I think that you, you think that you have like a real low voice because of that. And it's not, it's still high pitched. I do. My voice is, I, okay. So I know that my voice, so it's funny that you say that because I do say that sometimes like it's not that I think my voice is low. I usually call myself out for having like a high pitched, annoying voice. Like it's probably really not enjoyable for anybody on this podcast to listen to me, but either way, I think I have a gravelly voice and that's just because my vocal cords got fucked up back then, like from the infection. Yeah. A little, it's a little bit gravelly. So I, I feel like that's not a terrible thing to, as a, as a girl to like, cause it makes you stand out. You know what I mean? Like like, a lot of people have, like, really obnoxiously high voices without the gravel. And, it like, it's, I don't know, it's kind of, it's too much. Mm. You need a little bass. It just, it just, like, evens my, much, my tone out. Too much treble, <laughs> as, as uh, what's her fucking face would say, Megan something, Gainer, Stainer. Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer, yeah. Which is still... funny, because I was just about to say, I was like, oh, you don't, you don't want me to sound like Ariana Grande, who is, like, doing some sort of weird whisper. Her, talking her, her thing talking at all voice, times. Her talking voice makes me want to kill myself. Her, her singing Everything voice about, makes oh, me want to do don't other do things. It. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. So some of her music is so catchy, but honestly, earlier in her career, I couldn't understand a single word in any of her songs because she's doing this weird 
whisper like I don't know if she's trying to be seductive or like just make her voice even because like like it's the opposite of mine like there's no like inflection or gravelly sounds like at all her voice is just like when was smooth like butter but it's like ugly because she's whisper singing did you hear me at all or no I think that was when she started being able to, yes, I think that that's when she started being able to like enunciate words while singing. Like I figured, I think she figured it out. I think she was like, Hey, they're catching on that. I'm not actually saying any words in these songs. I'm just making noises. And then she was like, I should probably sing some words, but yeah, I think that was around, around the time she started actually saying words in her songs. Still don't like listening to her. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, I don't think they should cancel Eminem as well. <laughs> Glad we circled back. It's not, it's so, not circling back. I just want my chance to, t- to like, so we are millennials. We are. But the thing is, I think that the most people that we hear saying that, like, are, we work with a lot of people that aren't millennials. Like, we, we work with, I think, I think. Yes, I 90, think they're Gen Z, right? 96 is the last year you, you're a millennial, right? And I, I looked it up. It's on Wikipedia, so it's there's facts. There's facts on this, but no, I I think that we work with a lot of Gen Z, Gen Z, and Gen Zulu, and and they are all they're they're all they want to they do want to cancel all of our stuff, but like I I don't know. I'm all for like if Eminem was saying I'm gonna set a girl on fire now. You know what? I'm still not all for it because it's still just like he's just trying to. It's a fucking art. Him saying he's passionate, and it's not the greatest line in the world. But like, we're not canceling him for no baby. How'd you get to Sweden? You know, like so, like which is a terrible <laughs> fucking line. Like <laughs> that song is terrible. Mockingbird. Oh my god, that's so bad. Like <laughs> so, I just I feel like at this point, right? It's like. I'm offended that they're offended. I'm offended that my entire life offends somebody. Like, get over it. Like, just just move on. Just move to like move forward. There's someone here has actually said to me, he's like, I can't control what happened in your past. I can only help you with what's gonna happen going forward. And I was like, oh, because oh. I was like throwing stuff out there. I was like, well, I don't know what that is because I've never seen it before. He's like, okay, but I'm showing you now. And I was like, oh, you're totally right. Like the fact that I've never seen this before doesn't matter. So guess what? If you don't like Eminem, maybe don't listen to him. I don't know. There's no reason you have to cancel my entire childhood. Right. NF exists. uh, And also also, um, Will Smith. So if you're looking for some flow without curse words, you know, I think I feel like start with Will Smith and see if you can handle Will Smith. If you feel like you can handle uh, getting jiggy with it or or summer, summer, summer time, then go ahead and move on to NF and see if you can handle some moodiness and then try Eminem. You know what I mean? Don't just start with Eminem. Yeah, yeah, like ease into it, you know? Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But you're, yeah, I do, I thought, it, I think it's funny. I don't know if this is true because they just put things on the internet and they're like not always true, you know? I need Instagram to like fact check it or something. But <laughs> basically. Instagram has been doing so much of that. But go on, please. <laughs> basically, I saw something that was like, Will Smith was writing his rhymes in his little notebook and his grandma wrote him a note and was like, you don't need to talk like this to get your point across. Like you can use real words. And Will Smith was like, challenge accepted, Jima. And he wrote some good shit. He did. Well, he wrote good poop because he would never curse, you know? <laughs> and then you're right. Also, and he doesn't smoke the guards. Think... He just bites them. You know, he doesn't like them. <laughs> he's, I he's think NF doesn't curse either. He doesn't. And he he talks about that in his actual songs. I think he not only doesn't curse, I think he... I love it when people say cursing because, like, I grew up calling it swearing and then I met people from down south and they were calling it cursing mostly because so much cursing was coming out of my mouth. And, Interesting. like, a boy came up... Yeah, a boy came up to me and he was like, I've never heard someone curse as much as you. And I was like, oh, this is how we talk where I'm from. Like a, ch- a child? <laughs> No, no, like, like a, a man, a man came oh. up to me. Like he was, he was like 21. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. That I was 23. Was... And yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, and he, he said that to me. A while ago then. Yeah, was like a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you would come down south. Yeah. And uh, it was just it was just funny to me because I was like, oh, like, sorry. I don't even realize that those words come out of my mouth, but I was like cursing. I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, because that's not what we call it. We call it swearing. But um, yeah, I think NF also doesn't like degrade women and neither did Will Smith. So again, there's, there's just a lot of alternatives. You don't have to cancel someone, especially when that stuff is like from their past. And I also think, so the lead singer of Paramore came out. What's that song she sings? Like, is it Misery Business? Don't she it. came out I and like she it. said, like, oh, I won't. Yeah, she was like, oh, I won't perform that song anymore because I'm a feminist. And that's cool. That's fine. Like, you can say that. But I don't think that it's necessary that everyone is coming out and saying, I'm sorry for what I did 27 years ago. Um, it's definitely offensive and not okay. <laughs> I think it's I think it's okay to have performed like the song that she wrote was how she felt at the time. She didn't say anything crazy. Like I under I applaud her for saying I don't feel that way anymore, so I won't sing it. Good for you. But you don't have to say like anything crazy. Like I don't think it's it's important to say uh, I'm sorry that that's how I felt at the time. Like I, I don't believe in that anymore. Okay, that's great. But like, why do you have to apologize to everybody? What? No one. I promise you, no one cares. Why is there no statute of limitations on this shit? Like, after five oh, years, agreed. you should not be able to be canceled. Like, remember when they canceled Tim Gunn on something he said in like two thousand two, and it was like, I mean, it's some dark shit. He's like, I, I'll kill babies or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. It wasn't funny. He was like going for edgy, but it wasn't landing. But then like, he grew up and wrote a and wrote a sick movie. And directed a sick movie, so maybe we just let it go, you know. Anyway, but I mean, yeah, that's, I just that's what I Disney think... does, though. Disney, Disney's like, whatever, we'll we'll bail first, first fucking uh, sign of trouble. And that actually brings us back to something else we were talking about. We can circle back to this now. And that question is, what's your favorite Disney movie? Oh, 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 oh! This is tough, 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 tough. And also, so... okay, before you answer, before you answer. Let me quickly ask you why you think it's weird that me and my buddy watch the same trilogy every year. You're just like, oh, that's weird. You stand him. And then we start talking about Eminem. So, okay, so it's, it's kind of funny that you say that because I say that it's weird. But then again, like me and my two best friends, we definitely sit down and watch Harry Potter an unlike healthy amount of times. Right. So, like several times men, a year. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't be having this kind of relationship. So no, I feel like I said that in a premature way. I was, I feel like I was judging the pick of the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> but I, I take it back. I retract it. And you know what's great? Would you, you know what's I great? I retract it now. <laughs> no. Instead of 10 Can't, years from now. <laughs> cancel Camara sounds real good. Cancel Camara. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. My favorite Disney movie, like, are we talking cartoon or real life i think that you should do both mighty ducks is my favorite live action but aladdin is definitely my favorite cartoon i haven't seen aladdin yet so i actually honestly so live action tell i'm i'm really praying that this is a live action like disney movie maleficent is live action right yes the one i mean i'm sorry why did i say live action i meant disney i meant disney i believe i believe it is yeah I think so too. So I really, yeah. So I really liked it because it told it from Maleficent's side. And so they didn't just say like, she's evil. And I I like, I just liked that it showed it from a different side. So that was cool. And then cartoon, you know, it's really hard to choose because most of them have been canceled now. So I'm not sure if I should say they're my favorite before they come and cancel me. <laughs> um, I wasn't really, I wasn't a huge Dumbo fan. Honestly, really like Robin Hood. So I think I like Robin Hood because the main characters are foxes and I think foxes are cute and I definitely want one. Oh, wow. You, you would like to own a fox. Yeah, they're fucking cute. Have you seen the videos of them jumping headfirst into snow? Why would I not want a creature that does something so innocent? Well, they're awesome, but also, like, during the summer, they, like, try to hunt my my little dog. 
So, uh, like, I'll kill them. Like, no no problem. I won't even think twice about it. Anything that tries to Right, murder, you gotta murder. do whatever you... Yeah. Me and Lily murder for each other. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. She murders bugs, and I'm, I'm gonna murder animals for her. Right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like love. That, that is... It no, sounds like it sounds like an though. episode of you, but... that's Well, it sounds like a Sons of Anarchy type life, love. You know what I mean? It's like blood debts and <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. So you said your live action was Maleficent. I think that's a... I haven't seen that, but it sounds like an out-of-the-box choice, and I like that for you. Like, I just like... I like that that's what you chose. For, for me, it's obviously... Yeah. I mean, Mighty Ducks is obviously my, my favorite live action. Although, technically, every Marvel movie... Can be considered a Disney movie now because it's now Disney, yeah. Because Disney owns all that. Endgame is a far superior movie to any of the Mighty Ducks movies, but it is really good. Yeah, it was good. I'm also um, out though. Like I'm, I'm done. I stopped at Endgame. Like if you, if you call oh. a movie Endgame, cool, we're done. Endgame, like game over. You know what I mean? Yeah, I. It's like it's rough because I want to watch them in the order in which you're supposed to watch them, but it makes me really mad that Marvel produced them in not the order in which you are supposed to watch them. No, all right. So I think you could definitely watch them in the order that they released them because they did it on purpose. They did it for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, I think they recognized quickly that that he's their, like, new star, and then they just went with that, and obviously they were like, oh, Chris Evans looks good without a shirt. Let's run with that for a while. Yeah. So I didn't know that, like, Captain America is supposed to be replaced. Like, I didn't know that that was, like, a thing in the comics. I wasn't I wasn't a big comic kid. Um, nor, nor was I. I prefer So I didn't books. know that. But, like, apparently that's, like, a thing. Like, like, yeah, but I, yeah. So I guess, like, Captain America is supposed to be replaced. Like, so the fact that, did they actually replace him in the movies? Was he ever somebody else or was it always just Evan? I think, I think, so... I think they're about to because all right, so they they're coming up with a new series called um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I think that's like how okay. I think eventually it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier because Falcon, like at the end of Endgame, he gives him his, his like uniform and stuff. And he's like, you should be, and I love that actor. So Anthony Mackie, I believe his name is, he's great. So, and I think it'd be good to have a black Captain America. Because I think all the ra- the racists are gonna be mad, and I love it when the racists get mad. It's like one of my favorite things. It gets so mad. Captain America's not black. This is stupid. I hate you. Like that's that's. It. I feel like, oh, that would never occur to me. Like I literally wouldn't have thought that. I would just be like, oh, he's the next Captain America. Oh, are you? Are, <laughs> I feel you, like... are you Stephen Colbert? I don't see race. I'm the only reason I know I'm white because somebody. No, so like, so I guess, so I guess that like, it's not about that. I just think that too many people focus on race like i don't i don't think i've ever once been like all right so i've never once watched a movie about the united states president and there's been several black presidents in the movies and never once was i like oh representing america with a black president oh how how amazing no i was just like oh he's the president of the united states good for you jamie fox i never (laughs) once questioned that why would i like i literally have never been like Oh, what a bold choice. I was just like, hmm, actor in the place of America's president. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I literally Morgan have never once like thought something like that. President? Like, come on, get out of here. He's played God. <laughs> but that's <laughs> but that's what I mean, is like I've never once been like, ooh, bold choice. And like it wasn't like pre Obama either. I was like, ooh, fucking bold choice. I wonder why they chose to do that. Like, ooh. I'm sure it was like an on-purpose move, but like to me, I just never thought about that. Like, oh, strategic, political, like race-driven move. Like, I just feel like it's a movie. The actor like went out for the role, and the actor got the role. Like, I don't think it's that big a deal. I think things like that become a big deal because people make it a big deal. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think have we talked about this before? I want to, like, put it out there. Reverse racism isn't real. I'm sorry. It's not. If you are racist against white people, you are racist. Not reverse racist, because it's just racism. I don't feel like I've heard that in a long time, though. I feel like that, that point has been at least thrown out enough. Like, so what was the last time I, you say reverse racism? So I haven't heard it in a long time, but, like, I just feel like everybody nowadays is like, oh, but they're white. Like, you can't say that because you're white. And it's like, but why? Why am I not allowed to hold an opinion in the world that I live in? Like, why? Because my 
I didn't choose to be born white. I didn't choose that you were born something else either. And guess what? I don't give a shit what you are. I just want to live life. Yeah, you're talking, <laughs> about the, on. you're talking about the plight of the white man. And trust me, I get it. It's it's real tough to be a white guy these days. You know? Yeah, I guess at least I have a vagina. <laughs> right. I, got, I got some claims to minority rights. Have you seen the uh, SNL skit? Well, it's actually just an opening where Bill Burr talks about a white woman. It's very, very funny. No, I haven't. Just check it out. But basically, basically, he's just like, hey, you gotta give it up to, to for white women for having the balls to just take the the Black Lives Matter movie movement and just make it about them. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> We cared about black people for like three minutes in this country and then we just moved on to women again. It was pretty funny. <laughs> to women again. He's, yeah. He says it way, uh, way, way better than me because he's a comedian and I'm just some guy. I think that that's a good place to stop right there, Karen, for the week. Everyone just heard that I'm not a comedian and I'm just some guy. So this is just some guy telling you to have yourself a great day. Bye. Bye.